one of you is the monster. Monster? We're British, you know. Hello, I'm Chris Denton. And I'm Paul Monk. And we are a, a very, very British, British horror. horror. Um, first up, I just want to say, does anyone know where Simon is? Have you seen Simon? What's Simon up to? Um, I think Simon's joined a satanic cult. <laughs> and that would be because we are talking about... Our friend Simon. No! Our friend Simon. No! Yes. This, is, this is the... Our friend Simon <laughs> has joined an occult um, group uh, podcast. No, we are in fact going to be talking about The Devil Rides Out from 1968 or 67 Hammer film. Yeah. Um, so, what's it about, Paul? I've seen it. That's it's a rhetorical kind of... Right. Well, hopefully everyone who, who's listened to this ideally has seen the film. So, in a nutshell, it's about a... Will there be spoilers, Paul? There will be spoilers, ah. obviously. In a nutshell, it's about a... Um, lots of rich people, uh, one of whom is Christopher Lee, who knows lots of cool occulty sort of good stuff. Uh, well, yes. Yeah, who, whose friend Simon has got himself involved in a satanic, evil satanic cult led by Charles Gray and lots of uh, nasty stuff happens and it's a sort of a fight for, for his soul in a way a fight which he has no role to play in interestingly enough yes yeah. <laughs> he just goes from one side to, to the other quite happy seeing which rich middle aged white man wants him the most <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, and I think this is um, it, it's a for, for those who don't know, it's a um, adaptation of a Dennis Wheatley book, um, also called The Devil Rides Out. Although in America, the film famously was called The Devil's Bride on account of The Devil Rides Out, supposedly sounds, sounds like a western. I thought that might have been made up, but that's actually that is true. true. It is true. I, I, I can kind of imagine that kind of you, someone. In, a, in the US, going along thinking they were going to see a good gunslinging western and um, wondering when there was going to be the shootout and where all the horses were, being generally a bit confused. They probably would have or brought that upon not. themselves. <laughs> but, um, I, yeah. So we're, we're calling it The Devil Rides Out. Yeah. Okay, so. so um, if we just sort of go into, uh, obviously... It, it starts with a plane. So we're yeah. talking high budget. Yeah. And it's a biplane, so we're talking period. Yeah. So we're not talking 60s, but I believe uh, we're talking 1920s. Yep. Well, of course, um, the book was written in the... Bear 30s. With me. Yes. 30s. Yeah, 1934. So presumably they're, they're, they're sort of setting it well, it's it's a bit it's earlier than that, isn't it? Because because of the cars and everything. So I, I, I sort of think it's more the, the early thirties, I would think. Yeah. So it's From not that. explicit in the film, but as, no. I, as I, I understand it, um, the film is set in the nineteen twenties, and the book was contemporary. Yeah. So it was actually probably set a few years afterwards, but the nineteen yeah. twenties pe- period is um, uh, picturesque and fits in with Hammer's kind yeah. of. Um, idealised view of the past. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. um, and of course, 
Bocar could be a few years old in 1933, so it could still be 1933. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so it, it starts with um, Duke de Richelieu, played by Christopher Lee, um, at an airfield to meet his friend. He doesn't do a French accent, by the he way. He doesn't, no, which is good. Um, he, uh, his he, friend he Rex meets his friend Rex, plane. who's flying the plane for no real good reason. Apart from they obviously thought it was a... To highlight, he's an action man. Yes, yes. Um, And then they start talking about this other person, Simon, about how they haven't heard from him and what Simon's been doing. and um, They're supposed to be having a reunion, which Simon doesn't seem that interested in, frankly. (laughs) But um, Christopher Lee and uh, Liam Green, who plays Rex, they don't take the hint. They, They... they go to Simon's house. They do go to Simon's house. And um, they find that Simon's having a big party with his actual friends. That, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they people, weren't invited to. Well, they weren't invited to. And, and I, th- I, think, I think Simon is... I think Simon is, is one of those people that uh, that goes... That perhaps is a bit shallow when he comes to his friends and he likes to hang about with the, the trendy group. And, and this is what he's doing. And um, he, 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 uh, at first, he says that it's his astronomical society that he's joined. Oh, yeah, they call it an astronomical yeah, society. Instantly, Richler is um, is suspicious. Um, and well, you know, if you can't pop round unannounced yeah. round your former friend's house and immediately decide they're up to satanic evil I don't know what the world is coming to if, well, if you can't just do that you know I, I think you know you might jump to they might think they're all swingers or something perhaps I mean that, we, could, we, that could have been which, which is equally as likely frankly I mean Rex obviously um, he goes straight for the prettiest girl yeah. and that introduces the uh, the character of Tanith yeah um, who, who's a member of the society and they also meet the leader of the society, who is um, got a, the, the, the name Mokato. 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 Yeah, he's got a strange name, yeah. but he again is is, is um, interesting. I tried to look that name up to see if it meant anything, and all it did was come up with lots of um, Facebook and LinkedIn people who had that surname. It doesn't it appear to mean anything necessarily. I thought it might have some significance and, and, and be a big clue as to what well, his role is. But it's like I couldn't find anything along that line. Well, it's explicitly stated later in the film that the members of this um, society, which is obviously a satanic cult, yeah. take the names of um, Lumen, have, have like a satanic baptism, don't they? Yeah. They take new names, new satanic-related names. Yeah. Um, which would, well, be, which, which would be a bit of a giveaway, because you know, you'd be going to any sort of function or... You're going to open a bank account and you start saying your name's Mr. Beelzebub. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a bit obvious. Lucy Morningstar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, um, they're, they're not. There's something significant about the number of people who are in the house. And, and basically, um, Charles there Gray. 13. Yeah. Mm. Charles Gray gets um, Simon to chuck his friends out. Yeah. They're obviously going to do something. Um, Charles Gray, by the way, I think is uh, comes across instantly evil in this film. There's, from the very first time you see him, you just 
he's obviously no good. There's no no. Uh, uh, Charles Gray is a great actor and he's fantastic in this, but th there's no there's no sort of subtlety or subtle kind of build up to him. I didn't think of him actually um, appearing evil. He just he just seems evil from the get go. But I don't know if that's just just me. But well, I think what you've got here is no, it's not not just you. He, he, what you've got here is um, a setup that's established in the first five minutes, which yeah. is a, I think Terence Fisher's genius because um, we we know from Hammer's Dracula, yeah, how how he could. Um, get a, a plot rattling along at a lightning pace and yeah. give all the information you need and do it really quickly and keep it interesting. Yeah. And here, he's just like, where's Simon? Where's Simon? Where's Simon? Oh, here's Simon. Is yeah. Simon in trouble? Yes, he is. It's a satanic cult. And, yeah. it's, and it's really... And this is obviously the, the, the bad guy leader. Uh, so there he is. Yeah. And, and, and there's no, like, <coughs> there's, there's no gentle setup. There's no, like... Um, Clever characterization or, or anything, it's straight in, into that. And um, you, you already know by the time that um, De Richelieu um, marches back in, goes upstairs mm. and finds the live chickens yeah. and the, the dodgy floor symbols and, and in the observatory room, yeah. that, um, yeah, they're all Yeah, I mean, that's it. very, very, very signposted, isn't it? There's no introduction necessarily to Richelieu and the fact that he's obviously got a lot of this occult knowledge it, it, it just suddenly comes out no but um, <laughs> but <laughs> Rex um, is completely the opposite and is can't see even though it's staring him in the no. face that this is a, 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 a cult related well, thing and, and, and so he needs everything to be carefully explained to him yes <laughs> well, Which, what, obviously helpful for a pot exposition but does make him slightly annoying because he is yeah. quite slow well well interesting I, th I thought the thing that struck me about that their relationship is it's very Holmes and Watson so Richler's kind of like the Holmes figure and and Rex fulfills that Watson role goodness me Holmes <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, that, yeah that kind of and, and that that does seem to that seems to carry continue throughout the uh, throughout the film I think um, yes yes there is a little bit of that uh, he's really interesting enough, Rex, Rex, Rex does the action stuff but he's yeah. not very bright I think In, interestingly on. enough um, the uh, Dennis Wheatley actually um, said that that he viewed that the those three the the Simon um, Richler and, and Rex as as his three musketeers, which that is, um, which is an interesting analogy. Yes, not least because there is a Richler and the three musketeers. There is, and Christopher Lee has his own connection to the yes. three musketeers. Uh, um, anyway, um, we'll move the plot on for now. Um, yeah. Um, just a quick side note about the the, the chickens. Um, yeah, very the, important. The white, the, Let's focus on the chickens. <laughs> the white one is definitely a Sussex chicken. I'm not sure about the other the other one to breed, but both of them are female. So and and, and the, the the one that's supposed to be black is definitely not black. It's brown with with a, a little black ring around the base of its its neck. So. Um, Later on, it's stated that the the in part as part of their ritual, they need to slaughter uh, a, a white hen uh, and a, a, a black cockerel, um, 
that um, it was never going to work anyway because they, they can't get the, the right gender of their chickens. You're right, Paul. We do have too many listeners. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad you've reduced the numbers so, to a manageable level to there a, with your chicken relationship. A, a, very, a very chicken, um, chicken <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Where we talk about chickens. Uh, yeah. No, but I just thought it was, it's, it's just a little detail that, that um, they, they've, they've overlooked. I think that's important, and I bet you nobody else has ever noticed that. No. Um, I did rewind it as well and pause. You, love, check. you really do love chickens. <laughs> anyway, moving back to the human characters, <laughs> if, if I may. Yeah. Um, there. Oh, no, no, there's, there's some to do doesn't um oh uh, they, they they kidnap simon isn't that yeah. what they do yeah, yeah they, they because obviously they quickly work out that he has no free will and then yeah. <laughs> yeah. they just take him and then uh yeah. the um the butler uh, who's obviously uh, asian from india um, yes. tries to stop them and yeah. gets punched and uh, that's fine apparently yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, yeah, there's 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 a fight that happens quite early on, like the bit you're talking about, and and again, it struck me as being quite quite actiony, but then again, I think a lot of Dennis Wheatley's books were were, were sort of action orientated. You can't fault the way that Ten- Terence Fisher stages it. No. So it's it, it, it's it's done it's done well. I mean, it's like racist subtext that I don't like, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> they they get. Simon, um, get getting back to um, the, the Duke's house. Yeah. Um, think probably it's the best thing to hypnosis. do is hypnotise him until they can drug him. Do they drug him as well? No, they don't drug him. It's all more hypnosis, I think. Um, but and is there some like cross round? There is a cross. Yeah, there's yeah. a cross they put round his neck. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's like oh he'll sleep till morning, but he doesn't because. Um, Charles Gray is all, all, also powerful, and he summons him back, and so yeah. Simon gets the cross off and jumps out. Well, he does it. He does it. Interesting enough, and I think we've just seen enough, enough Hammer films and this kind of thing. That firstly, the the minute they they put him up in the bedroom with the crucifix on, you just know that's that's not. Well, he's well, gonna, he's going to walk off. In um, Dracula with Lucy. Um, that kind of thing doesn't work. Yeah. It's a similar attempt. But what it? was quite nice about that was they. I, I just assumed that that he was. He started moving the cross, and I just assumed he was just going to take it off. But he actually twists it round and starts strangling himself. Yeah. So and so then the butler. So then the butler comes the, in. Uh, the 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 Duke's yeah. uh, butler. Uh, so everyone has a butler, obviously. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, rescues him, and then and then then he. Uh, Rather ungratefully, jumps out the window and runs back to um, his satanic cult. Yeah. Uh, when when Christopher Lee finds out about this, he's annoyed. It's like, no, Simon is my mine, not yours. And so he he goes back after. Um, they go back to Simon's house, but um, but it's been cleared out. Yeah. Um, and then they go back up to the observatory. They didn't rescue those chickens either. No. They, they, he says he says explicitly he's going to rescue the chickens and free them, and they don't do that. Maybe that scene was cut. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the big chicken escape. 
Anyway, I'm getting on the chickens again. Sorry about that. Um, but the the um, has left a trap. Yeah. In the form of a black man. <laughs> yes. So um, I can't remember what does he come out of. Is it? It's like a. It's he, like a. There's a display on the floor. Yeah, and that's he, it. And, and he, he appears. He manifests. Appears, in, yeah. in the middle. And and it, and, it, and it's a, a a grinning black guy and it, with 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 dodgy funny, um, content lenses. Yeah. Who's not really that scary and is actually quite amusing. And, and um, he's wearing a nappy, which. Uh, and uh, yeah, I wasn't sure about that because it was it was kind of silly, but at the same time, did it really need to be a black guy? It's like let's humiliate the black guy who can be a demon in silly pants. And um, do do Richard Lou says just don't make eye contact. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is all too embarrassing. Yeah, just don't make eye contact. Yeah. We'll we're we're it. we're all rich posh people. We can't possibly make eye contact mm. with, the, with the black guy because yeah. he's he's clearly beneath us. Yeah. And um, so um, Rex um, comes up with the next stage of the plan, which is, you know, okay, we lost Simon, but that girl at the party, she was hot. I could go out with her. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and although knowing full well by this stage that she's in the satanic cult, he brings her up and asks her for a date, and she yeah. says, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there is this this idea that he's he's gonna get her for to, back to Richler and do get her safe or whatever. Well, but I um, think I think he's just using her to find out where Macatter is because because yeah, he, he, yeah. he's worked out who she is or something. So so that's his connection. But yeah. um, but she's strangely willing to go along with it, really. Yeah. Um. And um, oh, this. The plot just carries on. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're going in a a, a car, um, the Richelieu's car, with with a pair of them, and then there's the bit where um, I, I I thought something had happened to my 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 copy because there's a bit where the sound goes out and it, it, there's no sound, and then all of a sudden, Macarthur's voice comes up and starts. Oh yes, it's, 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 it's an owl rule effect. Needs, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that needs to come out. And he, well, his eyes appear in the, the rear view mirror, which is, which is quite well done. Yes. And um, you know, it was obviously done in in real time, rather than it being a, a special effect as such. And I think it's a bit more effective because of that. But yeah, so she's looking in there and, and she can't hear anything else except his voice. And so she attempts to jump out the car, but isn't successful. And then... Um, I, I, yes... But then, but when, then, then he takes her to, um, to Jim Hacker's house. Yes, yeah, so Jim, Jim. Jim. This is yeah. this is before he was this prime minister. I think he was probably just an MP yeah. at this time. Yeah, this and then it's before he married Margot as well. Yeah, so he's married to someone else. Yeah, so he's married he, to someone else. And so, so he at his house. We are, of course, talking about Paul Eddington's character, who is plays a character called Richard, yes. who uh, Wheatley refers to as the fourth musketeer in his uh, in his plot. And I love, um, I love, I love Paul Edison. I, I, and I, I, they, they're great, but I, I kind of think that um, Richler's, I don't know, I take, taking the piss a bit because he sort of says to them, right, go, just take, take her there, she'll be fine there, and uh, I sort of get the impression that he hasn't really asked them. No, they don't know anything about it, but, but the uh, Paul so anyway, character's uh, wife is also his niece, I think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so there is a connection there. A anyway, connection. when they get to the house. Uh, 
Um, Rex makes the rookie mistake of getting out of the car. Getting first. out of the car first, and of course, um, Tanif goes driving off in the car. But so what does Rex do? He steals he Jim goes, Hacker's car. Yeah, who are incidentally, if you watch, um, he spent a long time polishing it up and went in the scene, the establishing scene beforehand. He's he's polishing the car up. He's doing fiddling with the engine. Obviously, a lot of love for this car. And um, so yeah, what happens yeah. to it? Um, well, Rex steals it and crashes it. Well, there's a bit before that where where Mokata basically says to Tanner, I, uh, telepathically or whatever says don't, don't worry I will deal with this uh, and uh, he causes uh, the windscreen to, to crack and there's a fog is there a fog and he punches well? through the windscreen because Rex is that kind of guy so yeah. he's driving looking yeah, for a little hole it, that's quite good it's quite a good car it's a good car, car chase actually, with yeah. these supernatural elements but um, but like Rex crashes the car um, yeah so that, that that doesn't work too well but um but she rather stupidly drives straight to Makata's headquarters and um, he's crashed the car close enough to, uh, to just see her go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so his supernatural powers let him down a bit there. Um, so he... Um, he basically... Um, then he... Sneaks into one of their cars, into, into one of the boot of the Satanic Colt's um, yeah. cars, and yeah. the Satanic Colt all get out and drive all their cars off to some uh, Salisbury. It's supposed to be Salisbury Plain, isn't it? To some, to some place. I don't know. Was it? Was it specifically mentioned? Uh, not, not. It's not mentioned in the film, but um, yeah. I understand it's supposed to be Salisbury. Um, okay. And um, so um, he. Realizes when they get there, there's a big satanic ritual going on. So he goes, rolls down the road to a phone box and rings the duke. Yeah. Oh, it's an AA phone box, incidentally. Yes, yes, yes. So that was in in, in those days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, they had lots of problems with the car chase bit because it was the second unit director doing that, and they had, they crashed one of the cars. By mistake. By mistake. <laughs> and, and one of the cameras got run over as well. So it wasn't. It was These things can happen when you're playing with cars. Yeah. Um, but, but but now but now but the, yeah. the, the, the one of the big set pieces of the film is is, is, is well yeah. <laughs> that's filmed in, in that's filmed in Black Forest uh, no Black Park uh, in um, Buckinghamshire which is used for lots of filming locations and that sort of countryside area and, and that 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 place in particular was used in the Avengers quite a lot uh, as well as Doctor Who, Blake 7 and just about every other handy for London yeah isn't it? that's quite quite handy so yeah a bit is, if it looks familiar that, that woods from other places it's probably because it is so what we what we have is a satanic ritual and an orgy and a really it's yeah really like we're, we're talking pre summer of love yeah really here so 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 it's the kind well, of orgy it's where everyone seven so they're ev- probably every, trying to kind of everyone's got their clothes on throughout and no one's doing anything indecent at all. There's, I mean, there's a bit of dry humping maybe. It's it's the kind it's the kind of provocative wiggling. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean. 
Um, if you, the, you bought the... a ticket to this orgy, you'd be incredibly <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> and some of the participants in it are, are, are probably a, a, a little bit too old to be performing some of the gyration <laughs> sort of moves they're doing. You're looking at them and thinking, you're maybe a bit 10, 10 years younger, maybe you could have got away with that, but yeah, I'm not sure now. But, but, and um, Christopher Lee turns up, yeah, you know, wanting to get in on the orgy action, but seeing it's disappointing, yeah, he immediately <laughs> changes his plan because, um, uh, well, Satan's turned up. As literally, Satan yeah. has turned up, or um, the goat of Mendes, the devil himself. Which, yeah, I don't know who the goat of Mendes is. Well, Christopher Lee says, the, it's, says it is <laughs> the devil himself. So, so I, I presume it is, yeah. and, and um, yeah, and. and and he just this, this is the satanic baptism. This is yeah. the satanic baptism that Simon is about to go through, and also Tanith, who yeah. is uh, uh, not actually uh, a fully fledged member of the cult. No, um, and they're not even participating in the orgy. No, they've still got their normal clothes on. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit in that though where they're they're mucking around with um, the blood because they they come in and they they kill a goat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I thought as soon as the goat comes in, I'm thinking, no, it's not good news. But it's nice that they're working their way through farm livestock. I wondered if they were going to a pig, and then a cow, maybe a horse after that, where they were sort of trying to work their way through. Yes. Um, but, yes, so they, they, they've got the goat, and... They, that breed they, of goat wasn't introduced into in the UK until 1976. <laughs> No, it was a native goat. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the goat in there. So anyway, they, they, they splosh that, and then they've got blood, which they're kind of sploshing around. It sort of as if... It sort of reminded me as though they're trying to be a bit a bit carefree with the blood and just make it a, a bit more of a... Um, be a bit more kind of wild with it. But it's almost as like if you're trying to do that with a load of people that actually don't really want to make a mess. <laughs> yeah. It's like the guy who... These costumes uh, cost a lot of money. It's like the guy who, who, who throws a party and then um, you have to put all your drinks on coasters or you can't drink any wine anywhere near the sofa. Or if someone knocks something over, they immediately get the hoover out. It's a bit like that. And they're, 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 they're sort of... Um, Pretending to throw this chalice of blood around, and not really, um, but that you get the impression they're not really wanting to spill it on anything, except for for Tanith, who 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 gets a, a bit of an eyeful. There's a great moment where where one of them goes up to him and swooshes the chalice up towards her face, and she obviously gets them in her eye, and um, I, I, I it looks fairly genuine that she's got this kind of fake blood in her eye. She looks quite. Rubbing her eye and a bit or scrinching her eye, which up goes and, back to the so it's either really really good acting the famous or they did story just throw Curse, blood in Curse of face. Frankenstein, also a Terence Fisher film, um, where, where where there's the scene where um, uh, the Baron shoots the, yeah. the creature, yeah, and he puts his hand to yeah. his, his eyes to, to basically to make the um, the blood pellet explode, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and it exploded into his eye, and it really hurt him. Yeah. So when he goes, ah, yeah. Yeah. that's Christopher Lee in genuine so, agony. So, so this, is, this is the same thing, I think. And, and yeah, so, so I did feel so, a bit sorry for her. And yeah, so Terence Fisher did not care. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't too too worried about a bit of blood. Blood in the face. <laughs> yes. Um, and but um, then um, these Satanists can't deal with a car being driven slowly towards them. So 
So um, he does have a crucifix. The Duke throws the crucifix. No, it's Rex that throws the crucifix, isn't it? Is it? Not that it really matters, but he he he's the man of action, so he lobs it in. I think. Good work, Rex. It's to do with the lights. So for some reason, they're all scared of the lights. The headlights. The headlights. No, you're you're right. What? Yeah, like uh, the 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 the, the, it's the same cross from earlier, isn't it? Or is it a different? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Uh, Lost track of the crosses. Gets thrown at the the uh, the goat. It it wasn't a farm animal, so I wasn't interested. So. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 um, the the Duke's able to kidnap Simon, and Rex is able to kidnap Tanith. So, you know, everyone's kidnapped someone, it's fine. And um, they go back to um, Jim Hacker's house. They do, yeah. Um, And at no point, can I just point out, one of the first things, if I was was Margot's husband, Jerry, that I would say when they came back was, where's my car? (laughs) He doesn't, he's not, they haven't, at that point, they don't know anything about his car. It's not like they've called ahead and said, "By the way, we've trashed your car." But I got this girl. I got the girl back. We've, well, yeah, we've got a girl and, and Simon and, and um, yeah, some other car. Rex, will you stop <laughs> trashing my car and kidnapping these women? Yeah, there's a reason we didn't talk to you for all these years, and I knew you had forgotten what it was. But, Back at college and school, we were always kidnapping girls, trashing cars. <laughs> I thought they'd put it behind you, but no. But he's kidnapped Simon. <laughs> <laughs> he's my uncle, he's allowed to do that. Um, no, um, anyway, this time, they don't let hold of Simon so easily. No. But the Duke has to go to London to talk to the... Um, the librarian at the British Library, yeah, yeah, because uh, he he's obviously going to have he has to um, the British Museum, I think it was, was it the, yeah, yeah. He, he he's researching um, which incidentally is, is something that Christopher Lee apparently did because because um, this film came about largely because Christopher Lee kept pestering Hammer to do a Dennis Wheatley thing because Dennis Wheatley and he knew Dennis Wheatley, um, it's true. Uh, he was keen to to push Hammer to do do something like this. Um, also, Christopher Lee, like Dennis Wheatley, yeah, believes all this stuff is literally like possible. Yeah. So so he he went and so he went and, and researched the uh, a real spell, which he probably the real spell. Works. Yeah. So so uh, uh, it, it it's sort of it's art mirroring life really, and um. Yes. He, or either that or Christopher Lee genuinely at that point in the film went to the British Museum and looked that up. That's that's method acting. <laughs> that's method <Yeah>. acting. <laughs> um, and um, Makata comes back round and speaks to um, the, the, um, the the yeah. niece. Yeah, the, 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 wife, the wife that isn't Margot. Yeah. Um, and um, tries to hypnotise her but it doesn't work because um, there's a, a daughter, there's a young yeah. girl who also lives in the house who's yeah. the daughter of... of Which boy. means that bringing kind of uh, possessed Satanists to that house is quite irresponsible, really, isn't it? It is. Young girl. Yeah, it's okay for possessed Satanists to be around young girls, I'm sure that's well, fine. 
Yeah. They, don't, they, 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 they don't even let the, 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 the girl into the magic circle later, but that's another issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she gets conveniently forgotten about later. Um, but Makata says, okay, fair uh, enough. I, I can't just point out how, how kind of cheeky he is in the way that he, he, he just turns up on the doorstep. But he's, 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 isn't he returning the Duke to... What, what? He's returning the Duke's car. Yeah, so he's doing that. He's going returning. Why he would return it there and not to the Duke's house is a bit weird, but um, and, and suspicious. And we know why he isn't, because he wants to get into the house. But then he just goes, yeah, I'm that Makata bloke, and you've heard lots of nasty things about me. Yeah, they're all true, but I'm coming in anyway. Well, he, <laughs> and he, he just he, wanders no, he, in. He does actually justify himself a bit in this scene, because he says, um, yeah, I, I'm not evil. Uh, I'm, uh, it's a science. I'm I'm researching what can be done by magic. I mean, it's not very convincing. Yeah, he doesn't. But but he does just sort of walk in, walk in. He doesn't give her a choice to say no, sorry, and close the door on him. Uh, he'd probably be quite an annoying salesman. Well, it's it's, it's it's kind of politeness. I mean, he does actually present his card to the butler, and and she yeah. and the butler goes. There's another butler, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the butler goes through. Everyone has a butler, don't they? Yeah. yeah um, What's your butler doing tonight, Chris? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, this butler goes through, so, so, so shows his mistress the card, and she goes, "Well, you know, he is evil, but it, it would just be rude not to see him. So that's why, you know, she she has, she has certain standards which she will not let slip. So so." Um, yeah, so, but but then, then the hypnotism attempt fails, yeah. and Makata says, well, I'm not going to come back, but probably send some bad stuff after you. Yeah. Which is, you know, okay. Yeah. Dog turd through the letterbox, that kind of thing. Uh, but, you know, she takes it to egg, the stoke. Egg the windows, that's what he's going to do. And um, then um, Rex and Tanith go off to some barn or somewhere. See, I didn't really understand what that was about. Why? Why that? Didn't. Well, he just. I don't know. Oh, so what, I don't know she tries. Apart from while 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 while, while Macass is doing his hypnotic stuff. Oh, she tries. She, she, she tries, tries to kill him, and 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 um, though she stops, uh, she's overcome by self-loathing. She runs away, doesn't yeah. she? And, then and he, Rex yeah. runs after her, grabs her, and then decides to take her to a, a barn or garage or something. Romantic. I mean, this, this, this. If you, if you're listening, um, chaps, this is exactly the way to seduce women. Most <laughs> kidnap them, and when they run away, chase after them and take them to a barn. Yeah. Oh no, I think I'm. This has to get put in prison, of course. <laughs> but in the 1920s, you can, yeah. and even in films in the 1960s, this was still fine. Yeah. So anyway, the 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 duke comes back with his uh, research and his spells and. They clear all the furniture out, clear out of the furniture rooms. one of the rooms. Draw, draw a um, big, like, penta- is it a pentagram or something? It's something not, it's like not, that. It's, it's a, a circle. circle. It's a circle, but... but yeah, at no point is anyone just saying, what, what's, what's with this guy? What's he, well, what's no, he doing? I mean, Paul Anderson does a bit. He, does, he thinks... Well, he's a sceptic, isn't yeah. he? So I guess he's, he's yeah. the... Uh, uh, but this is where um, the daughter just gets sent to, <laughs> sent to a room with the butler. Which is... <coughs> yeah. But, but, I mean, which is... I mean, the Duke knows that, that there's going to be a massive magical attack and the only yeah. safe place is in the circle. In the circle. So, 
but they, they all but, but, really but then child actors are quite a pain, so they butlers, you know, two a penny. He's a bit old and dodgy anyway, or whatever. Just get rid of him. Yeah, so um this is this is when the magical attack starts for yeah. this night. And um so, yeah, the first thing is Paul Edison saying, Well, this is a bit of a waste of time and yeah. the Duke says you don't even think that Charles Gray made you think that, yeah. which is like, well, no, I'm fairly sure I honestly do think <laughs> yeah. this is a load of rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but no, he's wrong because because um, then genuine supernatural stuff yeah, they does, do, yeah. Um, uh, is the is the big spider? Yeah, which actually is quite good. It, it, it's quite. Oh, good. but it doesn't. Uh, and then um, the daughter comes in, but it's. But it's not her. Well, the Duke says, "Ah, don't worry, it's definitely not your daughter." No. And and because the the, the mother's yeah. quite like, but that might that does look like her. But it's like, ah, oh, don't worry, let the. But giant then they fling some eat. water at her. Don't they? They fling some water. And and it turns out it wasn't her. It turns out it wasn't her, but the spider doesn't go away. That stays there for a bit longer. And then it melts for some reason. And then and then it just catches fire. Ah, classic. There's an interesting bit where the, where the, the they obviously use a real spider and, and obviously blow it up in the in in the shot so it looks really big. There's a bit where it sort of rears up, which is um, really good. I um, mean, and that was that that looked like that was the real spider. And I'm, I'm quite intrigued sure. as to how they did that. Whether they tied it, they, pro- they probably prodded, yanked him. They probably they, prodded the transfer. <laughs> yeah, whether they yeah did something to it. No, but, but then say, then he catches fire. I have to say that this is the one genuinely creepy creepy moment because that spider's still pretty horrible it's bad I mean it's obviously green screen and the scale's mm. all wrong and stuff but when this, that, that giant spider's rearing over the girl I think that's pretty nasty still yeah and um, yeah so that that worked quite but, well that was quite effective but the next thing that happens the angel of death is a rather silly looking man on a winged horse comes in they use this. In, they use the big reveal in the trailer as well. Yeah, uh, it's a man on a horse, and then oh no, it's like it's a skull on, in a hat. Yeah, <laughs> no, to me that bit just didn't work at all. There's, I think the, the bit that worked that's quite effective is when the horse is rearing up, and there's all those shots of the hooves. Yeah, but it's, they, 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 they do and, it. They, and then they play it back for a few frames, yeah. and then forward and back to make it look like the horse. Well, not yeah. very convincing that like the horse is doing something it couldn't do, but. Yeah. Um, no, that's but, but then, then it's that silly rubbery skull thing, yeah. and that's a bit pants. So I think that's a bit of a shame. But um, Christopher Lee does get freaked and says his yeah. magic words. Says his Simsalabim, Alakazam, Abracadabra, and unfortunately, Shazam. And unfortunately, he merges with a fifteen-year-old boy and becomes a big Superman-like superhero. No, no. All that happens is that everything stops, but. Tanis has died for no yeah. reason. No, there is a reason. Well, there is, there is because there is a the very angel of death has appeared, so he has to take a life away with him. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah. But but and, and you know, and because they were outside of the circle, Rex is cut off about this. It's like, well, yeah. she, she, oh, she's dead. I went to all that trouble. I kidnapped her, and, yeah, I, exactly. and now she's just gone and died. And and um, do you reckon he had a sneaky peek under a top? At the very least. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Rex is. God, um, imagine if they, they'd actually been they'd actually been getting it on. 
and you know, and he did turn his way down halfway through. That's it. We, 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 yeah. Anyway, we sorry, can't we're, go down we're this straying route. into this is nasty, a family podcast. And, nasty uh, territory. <laughs> um, oh, um, but what do you know? The plan of not bothering to protect the the little girl backfires. Yeah. Because <laughs> Macass has only killed and kidnapped her. Yeah. And oh, I don't know what happens to the butler. No. He probably gets dismissed. Yeah. And and dies in poverty. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> I I I think that's inferred. Um, so well, they have to go back to Macass's ma- yeah. mansion to um. Uh, well, no, no. There's the, 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 how they do that is they, they is um, Rishler calls up the spirit of Tanith into into um, Paul Eddington's wife. Oh yeah, and talks there, and he does this thing where he says about uh, where he, he says the name of the teenage mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> On one on his right, and Raphael's on his back. Oh yeah, yeah, Michelangelo's yeah, the angels. It's it's actually quite good because it's a simple trick of having the actress um, speak with the other actress's yeah. voice, and and, and it it's, it's and done, then, then, it's then done quite well. The dead Tannis says, "I love you, Rex," or something like that. Yeah. That, so and, and then then she says, "Does she just say oh, you better pop back to the mansion because you know?" Yeah, well, they're trying to get her to astrally project towards the mansion. She can't get in because there's something protecting, and yeah. she won't go any further. But then Rex, in his one bit of, uh, one bit of of, of spark of in- intellect, remembers that it's referring to the gate of the house. Yeah, so yeah, that's and right. it, I, I'll point out it's not Makata who, who who kidnaps the girl. It's Simon, isn't it? Who drives off with her, but he's under Makata's influence. Yeah, yeah. I just like to point out because obviously we've all forgotten about Simon at this point. Um, Unsurprisingly, and 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 to, to to cut a short story shorter, they go to the mansion. Makata's about to sacrifice the girl. The girl, because, yeah, because he he really is a bit bad. It, yeah, and then um, Christopher Lee. Well, it's because he's got his um, new new. Uh, Ritual noise from Satan- Satanist direct, and he's got a new knife set and, and his new knife those box. Those purple set. robes and, and his and purple robes, and you know they haven't seen much action. And um, good choice of purple, by the way. Normally they have white robes, but uh, all, all the acolytes do. Yeah, but um, you know if, if you're doing the natural main sacrifice thing, I think purple robes would be better because you know if you get a few blood stains, it's not going to sharp as much if you can't get the blood out. Whereas white, hard, oh, pain to wash. Um, but Christopher Lee knows his magic words. Yeah, he so does this. Well, no, the interesting thing, and this is this is quite good. I like this because um, Christopher Lee is going to say he's he's going to say his magic words, but actually he can't because for whatever reason he's sort of he seems to be incapable of doing it. It's just too too big a feat. But then the women, i.e. the his the the. the uh, Richard's wife and and Tanith, who who's still inhabiting her body, um, appear, and because their their love and understanding and everything, that she's able to to walk through all the occultists, and they all back away because she's obviously got the the the, mm. the angels behind her, and she says the incantation, 
and then they're all Which back in the it. house, nothing's happened, Tan's not dead yeah. anymore. There's a bit of a punch-up as well, I'd like to point out as well. It? It uh, um, Rex hits a few I'm people. I'm pretty sure the house catches fire. That, well. no, that's it, the drapes catch fire, and I was thinking, yeah, this, this is great, that's going to that's gonna happen, it's really cool, going to have a burning house at the end, that's, that's going to be but no, another score for the, the burning house but, 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 finale, but, but it doesn't happen. But now they go back to the previous night. Yeah. And, and they're, they're all still in the circle. They're all still alive. And they go, we're all still alive. And yeah. um, and then Christopher Lee says, yeah, but my cat is still dead because he... And then Tannis' body's not there. And then she comes in. Yeah, yeah, with Rex. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, but anyway, my cat has died. The angel of death has had to take him because everybody else yeah. is busy. And um, that's every and that's the end. Yeah. And it probably doesn't... You probably don't want to think about that end too much. We we just spent forty five minutes sense. talking about the plot of this film. Yeah, it, <laughs> which is <laughs> it's quite strange given that that's almost the running time. But <laughs> it, it it highlights how different it is from the other it kind is. of films that that, that we, we've looked at. So yeah. these plot points have all been um, quite um, significant to us. And I think if we yeah. we we look at the um, the overall story, I feel it's just not quite right as a no, Hammer film. No. And, and the way that, I mean, I think Terence Fisher's done a really good job of making it like brisk and um, yeah. enjoyable, but the kind of horror that he's been getting, he got in his early period Hammer films. Yeah. Just doesn't work. It's just it's just too colourful, and it's yeah. not. Well, that, 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 yeah, I think that that's. That's, it's it's got a lot going for it in terms of it looks really lavish and expensive and, and actually it didn't have a huge budget because they had budget problems and money problems when, when they were making this but I think it looks really expensive and yeah, really lavish it, it, it's, it's but not yeah it just doesn't work does it's it? the wrong thing I don't think I don't I don't think that kind of the satanic Cult, especially when like the swords be playing yeah. stuff when they're, when they're all in the bright clean robes, yeah. having their com- com- completely um, uh, naughtiness free orgy. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just wrong. I mean they, I mean part of the problem was censorship. I just don't think they could have gone yeah. far enough. Well, they the, interesting to enough, the subject matter. They originally tried to film it. We're originally going to film it in 1963, mm. but actually um, when they submitted the script to John Trevelyan, who was the, the film censor the time he was not happy with it and um hammer was a bit worried about offending any religious groups and um that's right they, they were told to go back essentially and, and, and rewrite the script because um, um satanism is depicted as a religion in this yeah well, it's a cult but yeah. it, 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 yes it's, oh and then it's made very explicit that the the um they, they the the good guys win because they've got God and Christianity on their side. Yes. So that, that's that's sort of made quite clear. So yeah, looking at that, then the the these the which is okay, but are definitely a, a religious opposite, aren't they? Yeah, which is, which is okay, but I just don't think um, I because I, 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 because of that because because in order to do that properly, it needs to be more psychological than a, like a costume gothic hammer, yeah, a, a classic hammer. It just doesn't quite. It's just not quite the right kind of horror. And um, even though 
for Hammer, it was a, it was a, it was quite a, a brave step in a new direction. Yeah, it needed to go further, much further. Yeah, in that same direction. Well, and, I, and, I, and I'd like to talk about Charles Gray. Yeah, because he is wonderful. Yeah, but he's let not me, scary. No, let me <laughs> just mention the um, just quickly that that um, this was released a year later in the states and didn't do nearly so well because at that point um, Rosemary's Baby had been released. And it was felt that this was trying to knock off that kind of thing with the Satanists and the, 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 the ritualistic side of that. And, and, and um, uh, Rosemary's baby. Obviously, at that point, we started to kick off a bit of a Satan uh, uh, thing. And, and other kinds of horror were, were emerging yeah. by, by then that would eventually kill off the whole British Gothic yeah. and Hammer. Yeah. Uh, um, but. Um, yeah. But anyway, you can see the Rosemary's yeah. Baby, which is not a film I particularly like, but no. but but when a lo- goes a lot further, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I think you need to to do that. Yeah. Was, and do, I think as well there was it. there was lots of satanic fiction around that time that was probably much more up to date. Like the Rosemary's Baby book um, were, were a lot more up to date than Dennis Wheatley's stuff, which was probably by that time quite old fashioned. Yeah, um, I think that's right. But yeah, well, anyway, we'll go back to the, the cast and Charles Gray. He he is great in this. In fact, he's great in everything he's in most of the time, I, I would say. Well, and, and um, although not used often in horror films, um, he, he he was in a number of um, fantastic uh, films and TV stuff over his career. Yeah. Um, and the parallels between him and Christopher Lee are quite interesting. The two of the most famous Mycroft Holmes. Yeah. Um, They're both or, in Bond villains. Also both Bond villains, yeah. Exactly. And um, they, they play off very well. Again. They're both of similar stature. And, and I think at this point, he's, I mean, Charles Gray is really playing the Peter Cushing part. Yeah. Um, but at this point, Hammer couldn't afford or didn't want to pair Cushing and Lee mm. up. So, so you, you like Dracula, Prince of Darkness and... Um, Frankenstein must be destroyed. You, you get other people playing, yeah, <laughs> playing those roles, and and, and that, that that that's good. I mean, there's always the potential. You look at Charles Gray and think, well, he could have been a great horror star, but yeah, but he was a diff- he was a, probably a different kind of actor. There's, I mean, he he his style is more suited to the Rocky Horror thing that. Yeah, he, famously in Rocky Horror Show, um, yeah. and and great as Mycroft, and he played that straight, but he he's not really a horror film. I mean, he, he, yeah, the kind of horror films he's going to be in are going to be tongue in cheek style horror films. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he has that. Um, it's too enjoyable, doesn't he, Tim? That's and and not not the menace. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Christopher Lee in this film does give a, a sterling performance. I think, it, I, think yeah. it, I think it helps that he really was really into the material. I yeah, mean, he, he, I think he considers it still one of his favourite performances as well. I, he liked playing a good guy. It's not actually true to say that he doesn't play a lot of good guys. He's just um, not really famous for them, is he? That's they don't tend to get the. The same profile as when he's being a baddie. That's true. That's that, that, that's absolutely true. But it, it's it's not really that. But in, a, yeah. it, it, in his career, of obviously 
he's appeared in the most films of anyone in the whole history of cinema. <laughs> and in that career, he he's had a lot of good guy roles, and he he's good at them. But he's he he's, he's particularly good in this because he he basically is that kind of um, yeah. aristocrat anyway. I mean, yeah. You know, his 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 mum was a countess yeah. or something, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> he basically is an aristocrat, and um, so he fits into this nice. Exactly. Um, so th- then we talked about Paul Revington, good supporting role. Yeah. L- Leon Green. Um, yeah. Now, for some reason, his voice was dubbed by Patrick Allen. The voice, so the right. the, well, the, the reason the, the reason for this apparently was that. Um, the production wasn't going, didn't go too well. They had a few problems with sound. Their budget was cut, I think, halfway through, um, and and they were they were struggling. And I think it went to um, Anthony Nelson Keys. Was he the the producer? He was. Yeah. He he wasn't happy with it at all. And, and Michael Carreras, I think, was it Michael Carreras at that point, or was it? Well, uh, Michael Carreras wouldn't have been in charge of Hammer yet. No, so it would have been Jimmy Carreras. Yeah, that's it. He, the, both of them, they 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 came back and they weren't happy with what they had. Um, and, and the first thing they did was was they contacted um, James Bernard to say you've got to write a really good score for this because we don't feel it's it ramping up the. The, the tension and horror it doesn't seem to sort of work and of course rely on um, James Bernard and, and to be fair the score especially near the end it does ramp up um, I mean I was listening to it on my headphones and I had to turn the, the sound down because it was it, it, the, 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 the music does ramp it up at the end and add a huge amount of atmosphere to what I think was probably a bit flat otherwise yeah um, and the other thing they didn't like was apparently um, apparently uh, Leon Green uh, is, is an opera singer yeah, yeah, and and um, he'd previously been in Challenge of Robin Hood as Little John, so he he was he was known uh, Must have, from that's that. A, that film's from '67 as well, isn't it? So yeah, it can't have been. Can't so, have but been. that was I think that was I think that may have been filmed before, so I think he was known mm. from that. Which is probably why Hammer did a lot of doubling up, and probably it was probably filmed around the same sort of time. Perhaps. Yeah, um, and. They just felt he, he his lines were too sort of he uh, I think I can't remember which one it was one of the one of the the probably um, Jimmy Carrera said that he felt that his he was singing his lines. Well, um, I, I I watched today the the US trailer. Yeah, uh, available on our Facebook page. Um, if you want to see it, the, I don't usually watch trailers no. for these these old films. I'm not really that interested, but. This is significant because Leon Green's own voice yeah. is, um, is in that trailer rather than Patrick Allen, yeah. and and he's fine. His delivery is maybe there's, there's not there's not enough of it on there to to work out exactly what they were getting at. But for some reason they didn't. It, they felt he was too sing-songy about his lines, presumably. I think Hammer did occasionally do this to to, yeah. to, to, to people. So, I seem to remember this may be hideously inaccurate, but didn't. They um, they dubbed Ingrid Pitt, didn't they, in Counter Strike? There, I have a feeling they. Yeah, they may have done. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think. They, yeah. Um, yeah. I I suspect actors don't like it, and um, I thought it was weird because I didn't know when I was rewatching it again for this podcast no. that that's what happened. 
But I was thinking, I don't know who Leon Green is, but he sounds just like Patrick Allen. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't know who Patrick Allen was, so I just assumed this was Le- Leon Green's real voice because I hadn't really seen him in anything either. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, 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 I like I like Patrick Allen, um, but I don't know. With, it's in, with it not being Leon Green's voice, it's impossible to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, they were they were. Um, uh, and the word on um, uh, Tanith, the actress, was a Nike Arigi. I don't know how yeah. to say that. I'm pretty sure it's Nike though, because an accent on the. Um, yeah, it's good. This was the high point of her career. She, yeah. she, 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 she's fine. She, she does well. I think yeah. she later turned up in a supporting role in Countess Dracula, but um, yeah. this was her, her big... And of course, she went on and made the trainers afterwards, so all ended well. She must be very rich. Um, anybody else whose contribution um, in front well, of the camera the, you wish to... I, I think just a quick mention to someone that's going to crop up an awful lot in, in many Hammer films. The uh, Goat of Mendez was played uncredited because it didn't have any lines by a stalwart of the Hammer, Hammer films, uh, Eddie Powell, oh. who who was basically Hammer's stuntman and played a lot of creatures and various things. But he, he, I the, think the, he ends the, up the in The mummy awful, and the Frankenstein creatures. Yeah, yeah, I think he's in an awful lot of of Hammer films so his name will be cropping up and, uh, again doesn't have a lot to do um, there, there was just a little weird one of these weird sort of serendipitous things that happen when you you look doing research um, one of the occultists uh, uh, who appears throughout the film I don't know if he really gets anything to say so I don't know if he's credited but there's a bald guy with glasses in, in the group of Satanists um, now, to me, he looked exactly like the guy in the TV series The Prisoner, who, uh, when anyone when anyone's trying to escape, he he picks oh, up yeah, the yeah, phone, the, yeah, the controller, yeah, the controller, and orders Rover out to go and bounce along the beach yeah. and catch them. And I was trying to look up on the uh, on the on the internet to see if I could find out if it was him. But what I actually came up against was a guy called Keith Pyatt, who plays uh, Richelieu's butler. Oh yeah. Who One had of the many butlers had quite <laughs> quite had a um, long long career, um, and he played a waiter and I think number thirty six in in one of the episodes I can't remember which one of the prisoner. So that was weird. I went looking for one person in the prisoner, couldn't find out whether that was him. But instead, found another actor who was in the prisoner. You had well, the prisoner was the same. The it was the was, same year. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, it's just one of those things. It's not really particularly let's relevant. Let's say let, let, let's talk about the one rem- remarkable thing about the, um, the the credits of the people behind the camera, yeah. because w- w- it's the usual suspects really, as far as Hammer is concerned, yeah. apart from the screenwriter, yeah. the great Richard Matheson. Yeah. Um, I mean, so that, that maybe the quality of the the, the the direction also helps, but the the, the story does go move along fine. It's probably yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the things defensive. One of the things that it's not his best work. No. I really like his. I really but like then, a then lot of the other stuff if you more. Look at, but if you look at Richard Matheson's career, I mean, the guy chucked out loads of stuff and loads of screenplays and did loads of screenplays for different TV series. 
as well as all of these novels, uh, various adaptations, did a wide variety of stuff. So, um, yeah, he may not have spent too long doing it. So, so yeah, so he 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 is legend. But I, I think See what I did there. <laughs> yeah, nicely done. <laughs> I think um, one of the problems Hammer had in their later years is that they—I'm sure I covered this before—they never really managed to replace Jimmy Sangster. No, and they um, they relied too much on scripts written by producers. Yeah. Whereas here we've got like a real writer who they've gone out and paid. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the main reasons why the reputation for this film is a lot higher than a yeah. lot of those other films. Well, he, he actually <laughs> rewrote an earlier script as well, apparently. So there was an earlier script from the 1963 attempt. And he actually rewrote that. I think one of the things he did do was... That in uh, uh, Dennis Wheatley books are quite wordy and descriptive. And um, he distilled a lot of that down into a lot of the action stuff. But I think one of the consequences of that is that we don't really get any uh, background to to the character of Simon. So therefore, that's why he just seems a bit like he doesn't really have any motive for doing anything. Yeah, we never. We I didn't, think we, in the book there's quite a long. We uh, didn't long even talk about background Patrick Mower. No, uh, he's a stalwart of British television, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. But um, he he's got. He seems to be doing an okay job, but you never, re- like you say, you never really yeah, know. Yeah, no, exactly, because you don't really get any background to him, because that, that all goes. And he doesn't and seem to have any will. He gets own. sacrificed I mean, for the action. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's not a very impressive character, really. No. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just weird. I mean, this, this film is a battle between Christopher Lee and Charles Gray. Yeah. The other characters are essentially pawns in that battle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do you want to make any other points, or shall we? No, I think we're 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 doing quite well with the uh, with the times, though. I think. Um, unless there was anything else you wanted to say, quickly. Oh, we could come back to the chickens. Oh, I'm being told that we don't have time <laughs> to do that. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, chicken. Fans. That's okay. We'll, we'll we'll do a separate agriculture um, <laughs> podcast on that. Well, um, um, okay, our closing questions then. Okay, so did we like it? Ah, no, an interesting thing about this before we say did we like it. Right, uh, this is a film that famously both Chris and I have been into Hammer films and British horror films since um, Sixth Form, which is uh, quite a long time ago now. Um, and Chris is very, uh, really disliked this film. Well, well I, I, I would say really disliked. There was a someone tweeted a question that what was the most overrated <laughs> Hammer film, and I said The Devil Rides Out. No, I remember at the time you really didn't like this. You you ranted a lot about this film. No, you were talking twenty years ago. Yeah, that that's is what true. I'm talking that, about. That's, that's, what I, that's, that's where I'm talking no, about. No, that's true. And, and then I can't really could never really remember anything of this film. It, it all seems to be fairly vague. So I had no idea whether I really liked it or, or anything at all because it's just a bit sort of. Uh, really for me because I couldn't really remember it so with that in mind given that I I was fairly ambivalent to it and Chris actively hated it 20 years ago that's probably being kind it's longer than 20 years ago but let's say 20 years ago um, let's ask the question now did we like it 
Oh, you, you first. No, you first. Okay. I, I enjoyed this more than I thought I would. would. But it, 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 it's very silly in places. And I think I like some of the, the, the silliness of it. And I think I loved the performances in it. So I, I loved all that kind of over-the-top stuff. Um, at the risk of uh, answering some other questions, that I'm not sure it's a particularly good horror film. Anyway, what did you think? Did you like it? Yeah, um, I did like it. So I, I, I'm with you. I, I enjoyed Christopher Lee. I particularly enjoyed Charles Gray. I thought every, I, th- I think it isn't the kind of British horror film I like. I don't no. like this occult stuff. I, I prefer gothic. That's yeah. why I, yeah. I associate with, with, with British horror. They're the ones I really love. But th- th- this is already the kind of film I don't like. <laughs> but yeah. um, it's done so well that that actually, if I like relax a bit and say okay, I'll let it do its own thing, then I'm I'm fine with it. Um, so I still think it, it it could well be the most overrated Hammer film simply yeah. because its reputation is that it's scary and yeah. really really good and 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 um, I don't think that that's well earned. Whereas you okay. see, there's a lot of how a number of the later Hammer films have really poor reputations and some of that isn't deserved whereas no. this one's generally considered to be the jewel in the the crown of the later years and I don't really think that's deserved either but it's no. alright no. so so was did you find it scary? so I think the one effective bit is the transfer I think um, that still it's not done technically very well but it still works I still didn't like that um, you know, I, I, I was slightly repulsed by it. Um, the Angel of Death, we talked about, yeah. no. Um, no. Do, am I actually afraid when I go to bed at night that Satanists are going to get me in their cult and, and, and make me uh, uh, get rebaptized as, as some weird coffee-sensually sounding name? Uh, no, I'm... Uh, no, no, it's not scary, no. no. I I I I don't. I didn't think it was scary. I didn't even find the spider scary, to be honest. I I think the music helped. The music sort of was out on its own, trying to make it scary. I think, and it did a did a did a tried to do a reasonable job. But no, it's not scary. So does it hold up today as a film? No. And and reading um, Christopher Lee's autobiography, he was convinced, um, like. 30 years later that he could re- remake it and, and that it would work so like in the 1990s say or, or even even uh, push the, the, the noughties because he, his argument was that in the book the, the character uh, Richard Richard is actually in the 70s and he was playing him younger than he yeah, was in the yeah, theory yeah. but um, I think what he ignores is that Society changed so much yeah. that people would just laugh, and also the Duke de Richelieu would be a, a bad guy now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, Makata is going to be the hero of this yeah. film if you do it now. I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's just impossible. I, I just don't don't remake it, Chris. No, I think you probably won't now. He won't do no. But I, I mean, I'm not surprised at, at all that Dennis Wheatley stuff isn't really done anymore. No. Um, I didn't like The Devil a Daughter. Um, Neither did Dennis Wheatley, though, to be fair. No, but it was it was a, just the wrong kind of... I don't know. 
I don't know why. Yeah. Well, Hammer probably did it. Well, you know, you know what they, they were trying to with that. We'll get onto that another time. But they were obviously trying to buy into the uh, the, the the Omen Exorcist market, which is they? kind of where even the Devil Rise Out is going. Yeah, but um, but it's a bit of a false start along those lines. Yes, and it was the only other time that Hammer tried that kind of thing as well, yeah. right at the end. But um, there was also um, a, B- a much more recent one on BBC Four, I think, I'm right in saying that The Haunted Airman, yeah. which I think is known now principally for the fact it was an early Robert Patrick. Yeah, Pattinson. Pattinson, not Robert Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Terminator, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, Robert Pattinson. That was really, really bad. Right. <laughs> I really yeah. didn't like it at all. So, so um, I, I this is the only Dennis Weekly thing I can stand. Yeah. And, and and it's taken me a long time to get to the point where I can stand even this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So, um, obviously, if you want to comment. On this, if you go to our blog, which is a very British horror.blogspot.co.uk, or you can comment on our Facebook page, which is just a, a I really very want British people horror. to do that. That would be yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we we do appreciate feedback. We've had had a little bit, but engage with us. Tell us that what we're doing is is good or bad, or what sort of things you'd like to hear. Um, otherwise, we'll just go waffling on about film films that we want to choose, and maybe you can suggest. Some we might want to do, um, and also on Twitter, which is a very, very uh, which is very Brit horror on Twitter. Um, next episode we're going to be doing. Well, no, we said this last week because I got confused, but we're going to be doing Night of the Demon. We're going to be doing Night of the Demon. Yes, M.R. James. Yes. yes. Yeah. So that should be fun. So until then, I'm Paul Monk. I have been Chris Denton. <laughs> And I've confused Chris by doing that the wrong way around. <laughs> I'm also Chris Densis. <laughs> and um, have a good night, everybody. Yes, and look out for those pesky Satanists and make sure you don't get kidnapped. Okay, All right. Bye-bye.